0: This is the Internet Ballers Podcast, episode 44.
1: This is the Internet Ballers Podcast with your host, Michael Pasha, the show for internet entrepreneurs who want to learn how uncertainty and struggle turn into confidence and success. Welcome to the Ballers Circle.
0: Thanks for listening and welcome to the Baller Circle. I'm Michael Pasha, the host of the Internet Ballers podcast, and today I'm excited to welcome Marcus Moyha to the Baller Circle. Marcus is an entrepreneur and digital nomad at heart, creating awesome stuff as an entrepreneur, and he has a great passion for traveling the world and making money to support this lifestyle. However, meeting new people and experiencing cultures all over the world is just as important to him as his professional pursuits. He is the founder of DNX Global, the digital nomads conference that connects and supports digital nomads all over the world. And I'm excited to have Marcus here to talk about his life, his experience as a digital nomad, as an entrepreneur and as a passionate world traveler. So, Marcus, how are you doing?
1: Thanks, Micah. I'm doing great because um, we are in Brazil now. And Brazil is one of our bases as a digital nomad, and we will be here for like three or four months. And life is very simple in the north of Brazil, it's in the state of Ceará, and the wind is strong. That means I can go on the ocean every day, I can go kite surfing. And on the other hand, we have um, a vibrant community from digital nomads already here in this small town, and I have the perfect um, conditions for. Working with stable internet and a proper work desk and a proper chair and so life is good. That's awesome That's awesome. I love that. So you
0: are uh, you're in Brazil now, but uh, you're you're from Germany, correct?
1: Yeah, originally I'm from Germany, but Yeah, in the meantime, I'm in Germany only once a year for like three or four weeks and that's all and the rest of, uh, The rest of the time I'm roaming all around the world.
0: That's awesome. I love that. I love the freedom that you have to be able to just pick up and basically go wherever you want, the location independence. Um, and I think that's something that so many internet entrepreneurs uh, want and pursue. Uh, and since you're so successful at it, I'd like to talk about how you became successful at it and, uh, and kind of what struggles you went through along the way. Uh, but before we get into that, I, I want to take a couple steps back and kind of talk about uh, your past. Uh, so, uh-huh. you know, if you can talk about like, uh, where you grew up in Germany, what life was like uh, growing up there, and kind of what sort of things inspired you to want to become an entrepreneur and eventually a digital nomad? Um,
1: yes, sure. So I was born in Dusseldorf in the western part of Germany, it's near Cologne, and went to school there and did my duty and went to university. But never um, get my my master on the university because it was very theoretical stuff for me, and I'm I'm very hands-on guy, very executive. I'm type A. I am type ai always want to do things and want to do stuff, execute stuff, um, have something in my fingers. <laughs> and so I, I've got lots of power and energy. And um, just being stuck to a university and reading books all day, this was just not my life. Um, and this is what I. This, this is what I found out at my university life, and then, yeah, I stopped studying. Um, I went to an to an apprenticeship, and. Um, Learned a lot about online marketing. In, my, in an agency where where I get my first job? And I was responsible for getting some traffic and and, and converting the leads into sales. And so I got the first little budget um, in this company, the first trust uh, and the the first promotions, a bigger job title. Then I got headhunted to Düsseldorf to to an online job board called Stepstone, which is um, beside Monster one of the biggest in the world. So it was quite exciting times there. I was working internationally, I was flying around the world and got lots of experience, um, especially in the agency time about how to set up a brand, um, how to, yeah, which strategy to to follow to, um, to set up different product lines under one umbrella, big umbrella brand. So what we are trying now to do with the global DNX movement. Yeah, at the end, of the day, I figured out it's not really it's not really what makes me happy uh, in the long term because I was very exhausted. I was working a lot. I was doing lots of sports because I'm I'm very passionate athlete. So I, I was going to the gym um, every day. I was working out. I was I was running. I was doing CrossFit. I was um, doing martial arts. So I was also very active beside my my professional career and. On the weekends i was partying very hard i was drinking a lot and <laughs> then i had to go back to work and it was like it was very unstable with lots of peaks ups and downs and in the long term that's not very healthy for yourself and yeah this is what what brought me um to the conclusion to to start my own thing beside um the feeling and the experience i i gained in the startups that I could be ready to, to start my own agency, to start my own online marketing service. And this is what the original idea was. I was just, just wanted to start a conventional online marketing agency in Berlin, let it grow, maybe get some, some people on board and, and make this agency getting bigger. But things came different. Because at the same time, uh, when when I um, quit my job and I um, I founded my company, a small company, um, with, um, with small initial money, uh, all bootstrapped. My girlfriend, Felicia, who's also now my business partner, we are doing every project together, um, also quit her job to go on traveling. And her strategy was working in a, in a startup, she was also working in a startup in Berlin for one or two years, um, save enough money to go on the road again, quit the job, Go on the road, travel, then get another job, work in the job, quit the job, go on the road, <laughs> then work again. So I think um, this also sounds familiar to to some people. This is like the the old school way to to travel the world. And things came together, and she asked me if I want to join her to go to Southeast Asia for sabbatical for half a year. And I was free anyway, and thought, okay, I I had some some fundings from from my jobs before, and I say, okay, can fund myself for half a year. I will join you and we go to Thailand, Burma, the Philippines, but um, fortunately I brought my, my uh, MacBook, my computer with me just to set up my, my website for the agency work, to think about the pricing, to think about the products, to think about my strategy, how to get the first leads, how to get the first clients. And initially this all happened when we have been in the Philippines, stuck uh, on a rooftop in a hostel because there was a typhoon going over the country and we, we couldn't leave the hostel for three days. Yeah, and I started to work, to work on my on my work uh, website and on my online marketing service, and it was stuck in detail because I'm very perfectionistic, very detail oriented, very technical, and I needed someone to give me some input with with a broader, bigger scope. And um Philly is very good in doing these things, but she was my girlfriend on the other end. So I was a little bit shy in the in the beginning. Uh, uh, something was holding me back, asking her for help. But I think after one night, I was I was thinking the whole day about if I could ask her or not. And then I asked her, and, and she stepped in, and yeah, from this second on, um, our relationship also got on a completely new level because I figured out we are not only harmonizing and on the private um, parts of our life, also on, on a business level. And she gave me lots of input and ideas. We're just flowing like yeah we could do it like this and we could name it like this and i could get my first clients on linkedin and why not shape this product like this why not set up a skype call with them already now and so eventually without any planning um we got our first clients um from the berlin startup world who gave me some trust that i could manage their adwords campaigns and google adwords uh, and facebook campaigns while being on the road in southeast asia because four years ago more than four years um this concept was not very, very common and there were no tropical co-working spaces like who would on Bali and no one, no one knew about the concept, nearly no one. So I had to explain and hop on some Skype calls, but they gave me the trust, fortunately. And yeah, we started this freelancing service for for um, medium sized companies and startups to take care about their online marketing efforts. And only uh, and um, additionally started a professional travel blog at this time, so it was not so overcrowded like now uh, running a travel block and running the travel block professionally. So we directly had the intention to invest money in the team, to invest money in the server, to invest money in the traffic, to invest money in the, in the coder, to invest money in the designer. So we set up this travel block on a very high level and already gained our first income with Amazon affiliate. Like I think three euro something after some months, and uh, also get the first invoice paid from the startup in Berlin, and this showed us, wow, this is this was like life changing, and this was the the, the moment where we were both convinced we will never go back into a cubicle and work for someone else or work nine to five. We will put everything we have into this new lifestyle and uh, give everything for it that we can go on traveling the world and working from anywhere. Wow, that's
0: an amazing story. I mean, I. There's so many aspects of that that just seem so fortuitous, and um, that just that the you know the star the stars just aligned in so many different ways that you happen to get the job that happen to show you a skill that you could eventually use, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on the road. You happen to you know start dating a girl who could actually help you in your business. Um, I'm I'm curious to know, like along the way, what kind of struggles did you go through? What what sort of uh, I guess things did you try that that didn't necessarily work out the way you wanted uh and and um, can you can you kind of mm-hmm. talk about some of that
1: yeah yeah sure we, we we got lots of struggles and challenges and things we started and didn't work out and yeah on, on the one hand there's there's the struggles with which every entrepreneur has also in a brick and mortar business, like getting the first clients, uh, getting to sleep, uh, worrying about the future, worrying about the money, worrying about that everything will work out somehow. Um, And then on the other hand, we had the special challenges, like worrying about stable internet connections, especially when you're working for clients, where you have timelines, where you have to deliver on timelines, where you have to hop on Skype calls with your clients. So we were... Um, was quite a big challenge because there were not so many resources like now in the internet. How to work from everywhere? Um, so it was like very wild west, crazy times. Uh, we tried to connect with with the few digital nomads who were visible at this time and uh, had a blog or something and shared their experiences. So we connected to them and hopped on calls with them just to just to figure out how to do it in the best way. Um, this changed now fortunately and there are so many resources and so many good books and ebooks and online courses and whatever and communities and events like our events um where you can like have a very convenient start into your digital nomad lifestyle but on the other hand it was very very good because it was never planned for us so we just took one we just took yeah one challenge after the other and somehow managed to to get it work but was lots of hustle and lots lots of sleepless nights and lots of worrying and lots of question marks (laughs) if if this will all work out or um we would have to go back to to a conventional job which is not the worst thing in life just to be honest so yeah so so at the end fortunately everything worked out that's awesome
0: Uh, and i'm and i'm so glad that it did like do you can can you point to uh any specific things that you think happened um that allowed you to uh overcome some of those challenges so and and i and i mean like either mindset shifts that happened with you because i know you talked a little bit about you know worrying about whether or not this would work or not or um Mm -hmm. people that you met uh in addition to your your girlfriend or situations that happened that allows you to push through some of those struggles
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when you're traveling and you're working from anywhere, you you gain a lot of different experiences and you learn to manage lots of different complicated situations. And this all let you grow as a person and as an entrepreneur. And the more challenges you solve, the bigger your self-esteem gets and the more you just rely on there is someone who leads you to get into the flow. And at a certain point you get into, into the whole um, aspects of being productive on the road, like setting up routines, setting up habits, um, being structures, just to be focused in the in the most beautiful places in the world. And what is very important as a DJ Nomad is to um, to get it worked, to have this mind shift that you're not a tourist anymore. You can't go (laughs) partying every day. You can't uh, eat in the restaurants. You can't check into the um, hotels. Um, We are living in long-term apartments. We're living in Airbnbs. Um, We just buy our stuff from local markets. We cook on ourselves every day. I don't drink anymore, so I don't have to go out anymore. Um, So lots of things changed in in my mind and uh, you, you just grow being on the road, being an entrepreneur and yeah, being a location independent, especially.
0: So what are some of the things that um, you, I guess, didn't consider or maybe certain things that other people who are thinking about becoming a digital nomad don't really consider before they decide on this lifestyle that you think are important to consider?
1: It's a a good question. as we never planned to step into this um, lifestyle, we had no expectations at all. <laughs> so um, we were just, just like fighting our way through the jungle and whenever something pops up, we, we, we try to solve this issue and, and got to the next step. Um, but I think what many um, starting aspiring digital nomads underestimate is their, the amount of work they have to put into their business and the amount of yeah, willpower and strengths, um, it needs to to work from anywhere and that it's at no case about setting up like a passive income, working just four hours a week or having systems where you don't have to, to work anymore and just zipping cocktails at the beach. This is all internet marketing scam and it doesn't work at all. Um, I know no other person that is working harder than Tim Ferriss for, for instance. So it's um, especially when you start out as a solopreneur it's lots of work it's lots of it's lots of effort but times have never been better than today have never been better than now there's already a given community which is very very supportive there are events uh, the internet gets better and better all over the world there are co-working spaces all over the world there are co-living concepts all over the world it's just it's just great fun hopping on this um on this uh, roller coaster ride at the moment.
0: Now, I, I want to ca- take a pivot real quick to something that uh, you're an expert in, clearly, uh, and something that uh, really helped you become a great ni- digital nomad, and that is um, internet marketing. Uh, so clearly, you've been very successful in this. I know a lot of people struggle with um, creating Facebook ads and creating uh, you know, Google ads that are going to work. Um, I, from mm-hmm. your perspective, what what's the key to a successful ad campaign? What are the what are the I guess elements that you've seen um, people who have successful campaigns do that
1: others don't do? It's a good good question. As as I as I've been in the online marketing scene and field for a very very long time, it all feels very, natural, very uh, naturally and very organic now for me to set up this campaigns and fortunately with a product that people really really love where where the demand is like really really high when we announce the next event people can't wait to to um, buy the tickets for it so it's a very very nice and comfortable situation but it hasn't been like this always um i think what helps a lot is or what what's essential is to to have a cool product to to have something that helps the people and has real value and it's not just like yeah just like a ripoff or, or some stuff and you, you just want to set up some campaigns get some traffic on your on your and written a shitty written uh, ebook and then that's it <laughs> you really have to to build up a connection to your audience uh, you really have to understand your people and we always listen to them we always ask them what we could do better on the events if they want to do mastermind sessions if they want to have additional workshops um, in may in berlin we will do site events so it's all growing together with the audience and what helped us a lot is to be to also build up like personal brands um, on my own and for my girlfriend and we went very public because the media got aware of us, especially in Germany in this very conventional work environment. Um, It was something new and was something outstanding and we were there for for every interview request, for every podcast we hopped on, for every block parade, for, for everything we really hustled because. We wanted to get the word out and we wanted to enable as many people as possible to also start this digital nomad lifestyle and to be very authentic to them and be very honest with them and just because you are doing the events, you are there, you, you can't you can't talk about things that don't work. So for us it was very important to also change the somehow negative image of the term digital nomad which came up like after tim Ferriss brought the four work week in 2009 and um, smart internet marketers just just set up these uh, crappy one pagers with, with a guy zipping a cocktail at the beach and buy this overpriced online course and you will <laughs> become a dj nomad and it all never worked out so people were very frustrated about this i think and we just want to show that it is possible but it's it's a long way it's it's hard work but it's absolutely doable and we are meeting more and more people all over the world who have been on our events and said, wow, thank you for this event and thank you for, for giving me the chance. And now they're traveling on their own. So it really changes lives and this is very rewarding.
0: That's awesome. I, and, I, and I love that you pointed out the fact that uh, a lot of people do uh, make it seem very easy, very automated, You know, mm-hmm. work four hours a week, not really do a lot to build your business and you make all this money. And uh, yeah, the reality mm. is not that it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. It's it's. It is a struggle. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of hours. Um, I'm sure it's all worth it. But you know, it's it's good for people to to realize that uh, they are going to have to put in those hours and that work in order to have su- a successful business. Um,
1: mm-hmm. so and you really have to start from scratch. You really have to. Uh, sorry to just want to add this. You yeah, really yeah, have definitely. to start from zero, and you have to be fully committed. That. Yeah, you, you don't earn the money that you earned in your last job as an employee um, in most cases. It takes time. It takes two, three, sometimes four years to, to you earn the same amount of the money. But on the other hand, you can travel in Thailand, especially for starting out as an entrepreneur, a location independent entrepreneur uh, hotspots like Chiang Mai are very convenient because the cost of livings are very very low And if you work as a freelancer for European customers or US customers you earn dollar and and spend Thai baht. This is the concept of geo-arbitrage, but what is also very interesting for us it, It's not a one way uh, the geo-arbitrage thing so you always should try to give something back and connect with the local communities. And this is what we do a lot. We set up charity projects. We go into co-working spaces. We try to educate the local children how to set up YouTube channels or how to do something in the internet. And I think this is also a very, very important aspect, especially for the people who are already like living the life as a digital Nomad, because this can't be the, the long-term goal or target. It doesn't make the, the world a better place. It only starts when, when you, Give something back, and even giving something back to your local communities where where you're living at the moment. Awesome.
0: So let's talk about um, the uh, DNX uh, Digital Nomad Conference. Uh, what what should people expect from the conference? What happens there? Who who is the target market? Who should go to this conference?
1: Um, we have. Meanwhile, like three different DNx digital nomad conferences, but I think you're talking about the English speaking conference, which will happen next time in Lisbon next year, probably in September. And it's um, for digital nomads who are already um, traveling the world and living on the road to create a platform um, to to connect with like-minded people and to find uh, like-minded people and lots of joint ventures started um, on our events actually, which is really cool. But it's also for aspiring digital nomads who just want to get a feeling for this for this tribe and want to get a feeling how people tick and how people think and how they work and how they could get started, which opportunities you have to get started as a freelancer, to um, how it is to, to travel the world, how, how it is to find local communities uh, where you get support from other digital nomads or location independent entrepreneurs. Um, how to set up yourself, what about your mindset. So it's very holistic and it's growing, it's getting bigger and bigger. And uh, it's not only about working from everywhere, it's also about caring about all parts of your life, which we have the unique opportunity because we gain back the time we would lose in offices, um, working as an entrepreneur, working on our own. We have the time to also care about our relationships, to care about other people, to care about spirituality, to care about uh, food, to care about sport, to care about your health, to to care about all this important stuff, What unfortunately, um, most of the people don't have the time for anymore because they have to work so hard, especially in the United States where some people even have three jobs or two jobs. Hmm.
0: So let's someone who's in that position, they have, you know, two or three jobs, they're looking to become a digital nomad, they want to know where to get started. They want to avoid, you know, the, the scammy, you know, ebook or course. It's that re- really not going to get them uh, what they're looking for. What recommendations do you have for that person yeah. for how to get started? What should they really do?
1: Um, I would recommend to get uh, to come into your, our free DNX community. Everybody could join. It's a Facebook group, and there are lots of digital nomads who are already traveling the world, um, combined with lots of aspiring digital nomads. And uh, you find the community on DNXCommunity.com, and um, yeah, you get lots of support from the people who are already living this lifestyle. You get a lot of support in terms of which online courses could be could be good and are not spammy and how to get started and it's, I think it's very important to, to get a feeling for these kind of persons who are very very outstanding and very individual and very unique um, just to try to connect or s- figure out for yourself if this is a lifestyle which is really could really something be for you because most of the people just see all the advantages but there are also like hard times and there are struggles on the road, there are times where, where you could worry about your business, there are times where you could feel lonely on the road. There are, there are times where you're questioning everything you just started, and then it's very important and very powerful to have to have a community that supports you. So mm-hmm. connecting with the, with the with our DNX community would be the first step, just to get a feeling for this kind of people. And they are very helpful. They are very supportive. It's really really cool. I'm also there. I'm helping a lot. My girlfriend is there, helping a lot. All of our DNX speakers are in the community. So there's lots of knowledge in this community and. Then if, if you're still convinced, you, you, you want to give it a try, you, you want to break out of your old system, your old life, then I would highly recommend to join us on one of our next conferences and one of our next the next events next year in Lisbon.
0: Nice. Well, thanks for sharing that, Marcus. I really appreciate it. Um, so you work with your girlfriend exclusively throughout your business. Um, mm-hmm. That is something that I think a lot of people... Uh, consider doing working with a significant other mm-hmm. but at the same time i think some people have uh reservations about doing it about you know problems that may come up that in the business that may negatively affect their relationship or uh mm-hmm. you know vice versa like uh, it, it seems like what's happened with you is that working together has actually positively affected your relationship uh can you kind of talk about the relationship dynamic and how working with um you know a significant other? You know what the pros and the cons of, of doing that might be for someone who's considering
1: it. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a huge opportunity that it brings your relationship on the next level. This is what happened for us too, because. We didn't know how our relationship would go on because Philly was at the point that she quit the job and went to the trip on Southeast Asia where I was joining her. But she already signed a contract for a cruise ship, working on a on a cruise ship and doing events then uh, on the land when when they ship somewhere. Uh, and I was very unhappy about it because that would mean we would be separated. The, she would be on the on the ship all the time and we couldn't really catch up. And to be honest, I didn't have too much hope that it will our relationship will will last like this because i'm not the kind of person to be separated too long from someone who i really love and adore so um somehow the digital nomad lifestyle really saved our relationship and on the other hand it's yeah it's very special and it's it's very because you're together with your girlfriend like 24/7. Huh? You you live your private life with her. You you travel the world with her. You, you um, work with her. You take big decisions together with her. And on the other hand, it's very important to like separate the private life from the business life, which is not always easy because it gets more and more holistic. Uh, everything I'm doing somehow pays also into my business when I'm reading inspiring uh, blogs or um, listening to inspiring podcasts also pays into my business so we don't have really a separation but um, at certain times you need it and then there I think it's very important to have like um, certain systems where you organize yourself and just can write something down, you just want to tell your girlfriend but she's totally in the zone and working on something different so you need some good communication And I think what what helps um, to keep our relationship so alive and vital is that we are experiencing so many exciting stuff in terms of our entrepreneurial life and also in terms of traveling the world. And I think most relationships just break because it gets boring um, or people start to questioning what they're doing and thinking the grass is greener on the other side and maybe I should just try the other, the other, <laughs> the other fields were, it's maybe even more green. Um, <laughs> so I think this, this, this helps a lot. Um, being together on the road with your girlfriend and and sharing all these experiences.
0: Right, right. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. I, I appreciate it. Um, so I know you talked earlier about the amount of time and work that it takes to be an entrepreneur. Um, what sort of schedule? did you keep when you were ramping up your business and what sort of schedule do you keep now?
1: <laughs> to be honest, in the beginning was very chaotic, but I think that's okay. That's uh, that's normal to a certain point uh, of time because you are so enthusiastic, you are so overwhelmed because you're finally free. You can start whatever you want. You can register every domain you want. You can announce every new project you want. So we announced a lot of projects and stuff and, and try it lots of different stuff out and most of the of the businesses um, failed but didn't work out but we were very persistent in going on with our freelancing business getting a certain amount of money to to sustain our lifestyle and trying out new stuff and starting a lot of different stuff um, besides the travel blog and then the events came the conferences came and yeah we also started a job board for location independent entrepreneurs then we started the co-working and co-living camps we will do one next uh, month here in brazil Um, and we are planning on on a big publishing platform uh, under the the, uh, dnx umbrella so um, we never slow down Um, but at a certain point it's very important to get some routines into your into your entrepreneurial life and this happened i think One year after we started, I started to set up a morning routine. I always, I wake up every day with the sunshine, uh, with the sunrise at uh, 5.30, it is in Brazil. And then I do my morning routine, like a seven, stretching with a seven-minute app. I fill my gratitude journal. I um, meditate. And that really changed everything, starting so structured into the day and then having a good breakfast. And then start with the most important task, the so-called MIT or eat the frog um, concept and not being distracted by your email inbox or social media channels and everything because this is all reactive and, and in the morning you have the, the, the biggest amount of willpower and that should be used to, to have an impact on your own business and to, to bring your own business forward. Right. this really changed everything, setting up and implementing this morning routine and it goes on during the day and I work with the productivity technique Pomodoro where you have time chunks of 25 minutes working on one specific topic and then have a break for five minutes and then go, go into it again for 25 minutes. That helped also a lot and I also have a straight um, evening routine. And I think, yeah, this, this was really, really a huge game changer for my personal and my entrepreneurial life. Awesome.
0: Well, Marcus, I appreciate that, uh, and uh, you know the fact that you've, you know, struggled through different businesses and didn't give up and just kept going uh, despite uh, you know the the challenges in, ahead of you. Uh, I love the fact that you shared, you know, your, you know, the idea that you have to. Work, you know, work a lot in order to become a successful entrepreneur, and then mm-hmm. and that you're traveling the world and really loving it. So, um, thanks for sharing that on the show. I want to know before we close out: um, how can the Baller Circle learn more about you and get in touch with you?
1: Um, yeah, you can put all the links in the show notes. Then maybe it's easier to click than uh, figure out how my name is um, spelled. But <laughs> it's marcos <laughs> Marcosmura.com and then what could be more simple is dnxglobal.com. This is our huge conference um, happening once a year in different languages and different spots all over the world. Then um, please come into our community. It's dnxcommunity.com and we will welcome you and help and support in whatever you need some help. And Yeah, just ping me a message. I'm, I will reply to every message and I'm here to help. Awesome.
0: Thanks a lot, Marcus. I'll put that in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for the invitation. It was great fun.
0: That's our show for today. As usual, thanks for listening. Next week will be the February monthly roundup episode where I'll be discussing my interviews with all the guests from uh, the month of February. You can check out the show notes and blog posts for this episode and every other episode of the Internet Ballers podcast at internetballers.com. Again, I'm Michael Pasha, and happy marketing.
1: Thanks for listening to the Internet Ballers podcast. Through our guest stories, you will learn the path to go from struggling entrepreneur to internet baller. We'll see you on the next episode.